Yes! Hello, friends. February 5th, 2023, Virtual Strangers, 175. Live on the air. I, of course, am your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, 175 shows, bro. And that's just for the flagship. Crazy. That is crazy, actually. And I don't even think about that, you know, because you, you said we're coming up on 200 soon. And uh, we were talking we about are. doing something special for it, which actually, if you have any uh, suggestions in the comments or the chat, let us know. Um, and I said, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. But 25 weeks is a long time, but we've been doing it. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff peppered in there, breaks. I mean, it's, I don't know, man, it's been a long time. Yeah, it has been a long time. And I was thinking this morning, uh, and don't give it away, uh, but do you remember what we were, were trying to do for 100 that just didn't work out? I think I do. I remember, yeah. yeah. I I was th I was thinking maybe we try that for two hundred, but I don't know. I think it's even less likely to work now than it would have been then. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we could try. Um, Wolvie said for two hundred, Wes has to grow a beard. Okay, well the problem is, well, what Wes needs to do before that is is get into his uh, job that he's going to get into in the future, his dream job, where it doesn't matter if he grows a beard, and then he will. But his job, his job now, right? You you can't. You have to have a, a smooth face for your mask, right? That's right. That's right. Well, the funny thing is, is that I never have have to wear a mask ever. But there are people, there are people in the building uh, that that do have to wear a mask mm. because there's lead dust in the air, and then they will get sick and die if they don't wear it. So our, our work kind of takes this approach where everyone has to be equally miserable. Mm. It's like the socialist approach, right? So if they have to wear a mask or be ready to have one, then like everyone has to be. Nobody can have a beard, uh, except for some reason the supervisors who can just walk <laughs> around like ZZ Top, and that's no problem. Yeah, well, you know, they'll never have to put a mask on, apparently. <laughs> apparently so. not. Uh, I've had to wear it a couple of times. Like, um, I don't know if you remember, but my work like burned down uh, a few years ago. I don't know. Maybe we were doing the show then, or maybe we were. No, I do remember. But yeah, it burned like literally down, and um, you know, uh, we were blessed by God to get it back open within a month. So it wasn't really like, like any kind of uh, a big like detriment economically. But my my department was gone for a while. But when we went back, we basically had to continue working through the rubble. And um, we had to wear masks then because, mm. I mean, the, the air was just completely destroyed. Uh, but besides that, I haven't really had to wear one. Uh, so it's kind of ridiculous that I can't have the roots beard. But, well, you know what we might be able to do for episode 200 is finally uh, get the roots coffee mug 2.0 into the, uh, the My Mom's Closet shop on Redbubble. That'd be cool. You know? Yeah. yeah. We could... Uh, uh taking a picture of modern roots and uh on one side and, and, yeah oh that's a good idea you could yeah. do the before and after or you could do like you know the the, the <laughs> you could have the old picture and then when it, you pop pour in the warm coffee the beard grows and then it changes into this i don't know i, don't know I wonder if possible. i wonder if we could get people to make one of those remember those um toys you used to have as a kid with the face on it and you could take like the magnetic thing and put a yeah. beard on it yeah 
That Maybe cool. we could get one of those with your like your old picture in it, and people could just <laughs> add the roots beard onto it. Spry did add that beard onto my, his coffee cup, so and yeah, and it worked pretty good. I thought. Yeah. Although I'd hate to see the troll that he had to cut the hair off of the, the pencil topper. <laughs> to, well, uh, that to went that. right in the trash. He just needed it for the beard. Oh, Janice Sequa, she she remembers Wooly Willy. Good call. That would be <laughs> epic. What's up, Eric? Eric's uh, Eric's in the chat. Good to see you, brother. Mac Happy Sunday. Cool, 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 cool. You know, I've been looking. Uh, uh, I've been looking forward to um, to getting on today's show because there's been so much going on this week. So much news. I mean, we started the week off with pandemonium. Everybody losing their fucking mind because VR uh, apparently it, it, it died again, mm. and. Um, you know, it, it was a crazy thirty minutes uh, before Sony uh, Sony came in out and, and pretty much squashed it, and then people kind of thought things through and realized that a lot of the a lot of the thought processes of the morning were didn't make sense. But, but it, was, it was a tense thirty minutes um, because Sony, I mean, they were just trying to come up with any way that they could to distract people. I mean, they 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 came out immediately with a news release. Uh, apparently, they floated uh, a weather balloon over some of our military installations. Anything they could do to distract people from that Bloomberg article. Yeah. Um, but then uh, they were given a gift. Uh, you know, as people were starting to calm down and they had no direction to send their ire and, and their, their, their passion, uh, they were given a gift by uh, Meta CM, CMO um, Andrew Bosworth. Uh, the gift of one of VR's most beloved franchises being shut down and cut down in its uh, in its latter days, and uh, it's funny, man. Everything just shifted from Sony to Meta, and it's still going. Yeah, well, people are pissed. I don't know. I wonder what yeah. Scion's feeling about this, but oh, I know what Scion's feeling. I talked to him about it. He's not happy. Well, I'm sure. Well, people signed the petition. Uh, you know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm torn. I, I mean, not torn because I, I I clearly believe that it'd be great for this thing to be open, um, but I also know that it's a business, and if there's not enough money coming in to to warrant the server, then um, then they're going to shut it down. And then a lot of people will say, "Well, just peer to peer it." Well, a lot of companies don't want to do peer to peer, or you know, or doing a, they if they're not going to run a server, then the game gets shut down. So I kind of get it. It's a free game. It never, I mean, people didn't end up buying it. They did buy skins and other things. Um, it just sucks that we live in a day where you just can't trust a game is even going to last a year. You know, this happens all the time, man. The game comes yeah. out a year later, it's gone. And uh, so I do feel for people that like, this is your jam. I feel, I feel really bad for people that are losing this game. Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, and there's, there's, it's not like nobody's playing it. I mean, there's still, uh, there's still a handful measured in the tens of thousands that play it. I mean, that's not a huge number. On 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 the big picture, like there's a lot more people playing Gorilla Tag or, or Rec Room, you know. Uh, but there there was still a, a rather passionate and dedicated community playing it. Um, but you know, I think uh, I I saw on uh, Twitter, I think it was VR with Jasmine, made a really uh, interesting observation and what she said was you know you people you sit every day and you cheer and you wait for meta to fail 
And then when they start failing, you get all mad about it because, it, I mean, it's a good point. The reason why they're shutting this down is because they have to cut costs. Like they're, they, they ha they're having a rough time financially uh, because they've been subsidizing VR for, for three years plus uh, since they brought st the standalone units out. Uh, and when, uh, when a product like this fails, it's like people want it both ways. They, they want Meta to fail, but not, not their thing, right? Like, their thing needs to be uh, immune to it. Absolutely. And Eric's got a good point. He says, uh, it's extremely difficult and expensive, even if you let it be on their own servers. <clears throat> and I guarantee the number is not, that's not a daily number of people playing. And that's true. I, I, I guarantee it's significantly less enough to where they're they don't feel like they're making any money and i saw a good point too somebody made that um they really haven't done much to incentivize people to want to spend any money either so it's not a shock that right. you know it's not people aren't running out and buying all these skins they, they, they there's things they could do to um to keep it going but uh i don't know maybe it'll be there'll be a sequel and that's what they're clearing space for i don't know something of that so, nature. Uh, Bluebell coming through with the $20 US uh, donation. Thank you so much, Bluebell. Says, uh, the hell, to hell with Meta, we need Western Roots bobblehead dolls. So I guess for the, for episode 200, they'd like uh, some new merch in the form of bobblehead dolls. Which I don't know if we could do bobblehead dolls. That's, um, that's a little bit um, like, uh, uh, it's a little bit... Um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. That, that's yesterday's merch. I think today we would have to do like uh, pop pop figurines, right? Yeah, something. I don't know. That sounds pretty cool, though. I don't know. Thank you. And we had a we had a donation before the show uh, started too. It was um, who was it? Roots. Um, oh, it was, uh, oh. it was O'Doyle. O'Doyle. It, it was O'Doyle. Uh, said thanks for the heads up the other night. Great CES coverage too. Thank you, sir, for the. Uh, for the constant support you rule uh but yeah man you know uh bosworth came out he, he took advantage for it he said hey it's my call um it was a tough call he explained his reasoning behind it and then he invoked the name of john carmack which post meta john carmack is becoming one of my favorite people because he just shows right up if you say his name and he don't have to like put a filter on it anymore so he did like this whole big long um response to it with like five other things that they could have done other than just killing it uh that would have uh you know alleviated some of the financial responsibility but still allowed people to continue playing in theory yeah well he's he was uh, i guess he said he was proud that their the quake uh servers are still up and <laughs> that's been how many years right that's a good point yeah i don't know many 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 years much much longer than VR's been around, so yeah, longer yeah. than uh, Echo VR. Let me ask you this, Wes, because I know there is a petition out there, and I I do salute people that sign said petitions. Do you really think it's going to make a difference, or do you think they've already made up their mind? Because I I think they've already made up their mind that it's gone. Yeah, I I think what would be more effective than signing a petition is just if people got in the damn game and played it every day. That would probably help a lot more. Um, like if everyone just picked it back up all of a sudden and it, the, the title had a renaissance, then I think that petition might have a little bit more, uh, effect, but they, they don't care how many people are willing to click the thing. Like they don't make money off of those clicks, but if you get in the game, people get in the game, people start buying some of the crap that you can get in there. 
um, then it might save it. So how about how about you try that? But listen, uh, you know, you should do both, right? You should do both. And if you're one of these people who want to try to save Echo VR, I did include the link to the petition in the description down below. And um, they've already got almost 20,000 signatures on it. So, I mean, it's doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I I agree. All the, Everybody that signed it, get in there and play it and uh, enjoy it. There you go. I was just getting ready to have Scion show me how to play now. Next month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, me. That's crazy. What a, what a coincidence, man. I was about to jump into <laughs> it and go full force. Yeah. Man, damn it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Eric says Red Dead runs level 50 in the game, which is damn near a master level and has not been in the game over a year. If that says it. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's it, man. But, um, you know, for what it's worth, I feel like Carmack had some good points. There, there's some good solutions in his response. Um, but he also makes the point that it's difficult to do anything at Meta uh, because it's such a a large machine that there's 50 steps to do any kind of uh, uh, any make any kind of action, what, no matter what it is. And then on top of that, you have to deal with government uh, oversight and interference, uh, which Meta has to deal with more than anybody. So, um, yeah, t it's a tough situation for sure. And uh, my heart goes out there to the people who still play this game um but i kind of get it you know i kind of get it why why things are happening the way that they are yeah uh anyways um yeah it, it was great so um just the distraction that sony needed to kind of get the the narrative off of them and uh and back on the meta where it belongs um but yeah a, cra a crazy week in vr and i gotta imagine that uh we're going to have more and more of these going forward. Uh, 2023 is going to be a hell of a ride, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that was, but that was the last misleading story that's going to exist out in the, right. in the media. So, yeah, definitely. Um, so what do you think the answer is? No more knee jerk reactions from people. Like maybe take a breath before they start freaking out about a, an article. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we talked a little bit about this on Wednesday, as long as people respond when when these lame ass VR is dead articles get put out there in videos, as long as people are clicking on that stuff, it's going to keep coming. Just ignore it. I mean, at, at this point, we've seen it so many times. We know it's mostly bullshit. So just ignore it when you see stuff like that. Or if anything, um, wait to one of your favorite media outlets or uh content creators covers it and then and then you you know click on that that content click on these stories and then you know help the ones that you want to support but you know if bloomberg wants to say some bullshit just ignore it you know and or kotaku or any of the the verge or any of these other places that were kind of propagating that uh that garbage so uh, that would be my suggestion. Just only only get your news from trusted sources. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good suggestion. Yeah. Um, anyway, we have a lot to talk about this week, man. Uh, I, I, PSVR 2 is getting closer. And as, as it gets closer, I'm starting to kind of remember what that means. I think I kind of forgot. Uh, but it's it's all starting to rush back to me now. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in a moment. But before we do that, 
Why don't we say hello to our friends in chat? Space Denison is here. What's up, Void Cat? Distract is here as well as uh, Zaylin Maru is here, Tatum, Alakazam, GT. What's up, GT? GT's in chat. Um, Wolvraza, Mickey Berrios, Vince, Bluebell, we already said hello to. Jenna, we already said hello to. Um, Eric. Uh, Johnny Rapop. What's up, Rapop? Good to see you. Your Long Shadows is here. What's up? Good to see you. Uh, the Handy Capable Gamer says, I'm a bit late, but at least I'm catching the show live. Hey, we're all a bit late every week, so it's all right. Um, who else is here? Radio Runt, Idaho is here. Uh, Chris9989 is here as well. Uh, Chris was excited uh, for the show. He, he saw the uh, the title, said that there's some interesting uh, some interesting games being discussed this week, and I concur with that 100%. This should be a banger. Uh, Techno Glitch is here. Good to see you, Techno Glitch. Um, who else is here? Mepper's here. Uh, Mickey Berrios. We, may, we might have already said hello to Mickey, but uh, if not, hello, Mickey. Mickey's still dropping keys in the Discord on the daily every morning two keys go in the uh in the free games channel so uh you guys better be uh snatching them up because the uh, the train don't stop yeah that's crazy uh game cat photo nutter uh said uh okay i was talking to distract what up game cat photo nutter um spry guys here good day spry guy hope, hope you're having a lovely day um who else? Scrolling, scrolling. My wife is here. Hello, wife. Uh, Vargle Soft is here as well. GB is in the chat. Sim is here. Robo. What up? I'm Michelle B. Hello, Vince. Hello. Scrolling. Chinatown D. What up, D? Uh, Lage, is that how you pronounce it? L A G G E. This is a very active person in our Discord, but I never know how to. If it's, is it lag? Is it la laggy? Is it Lage? I don't know. Oh, it's the first time he's caught our show live. Awesome. He's coming, uh, uh, coming in hot from uh, Sweden. Our friend uh, Lage. Lage? Uh, well, I would I say know. how I think it is, but I was wrong last time, so I'm probably wrong. This, I think it's Lage. Yeah. Well. I could ask Google, but that takes five seconds. So. Yeah, that's too much time. We live in a now generation. Here? What's up, Fluke? Fluke's here. Old Darth is here. What up, what up? He says, oh, yeah, that's what that balloon was about. Yeah, it was just Sony trying to distract everyone. Yeah. Um, nothing to see here. <laughs> um, it has snacks. The Future Arrives Game Cat. What up, Snacks? Two weeks, the future arrives. Well, 17 days. That's right. That's right. Minutes away is what, what they say. Anybody left? Of course. People, Zaylin Maru, we need to say hello to. Or Dan Kitty, VR. Um, Josh Cat's here. 
Sajoba is here. Rob Perry is here. Hussein X is here. Uh, Chatty. Congratulations, Chatty. I, I don't know exactly what Chatty won, but I'm sure Chatty just won something somewhere. So. Yeah. Congrats, Chatty. I agree. Ah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, yee! Decepticons here, Roots, as always. Uh, Mind Jive's here. Hello. Um, Alakazam. I think we already said hi to Tatum. Let's just say hi to him again. What's up, Tatum? Um, scroll, 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 scroll. Oh, Guido. How, how could we not say hello to Guido? Uh, Guido trying to do good things behind the scenes as we speak, but uh, sometimes it's more difficult than uh, than others. Mike Newton says, hi, VR peeps. What up, Mike Newton? Um, All you are is history is here. And finally, mercifully, YouTube cuts me off so I can stop scrolling now. Hello, everyone. It's amazing how many people showing up uh, on Sundays this, this uh, last few weeks. So thank you, all of you. And if I missed any of you, I apologize. Welcome all. Um, I'm excited, Roots. I'm excited to uh, talk uh, VR this week because so many cool things got revealed. Uh, no matter if you're talking about PlayStation VR or PC VR, we had a lot of good stuff. Um, Xavier's here for the first time ever. Thank you, Xavier, for stopping by. You're awesome. Looper's here as well. People are still rolling in. Fat Boy Vernon is here as well. What's up? Like I said before, people people really blowing me away with the uh, engagement on Sundays lately. People are clicking the stuff. People are clicking the like buttons, Roots. They're clicking the subscribe button. They're doing the really, things. Really, they're doing the things. It's really making a difference, too. Like uh, a very notable difference. So uh, you guys keep it up. Uh, make sure you're clicking the thumbs up. Make sure you're all subscribed. Uh, because I'm telling you, you're moving the needle for us, unlike ever before. So thank you, everyone. Uh, anyway, as I was saying before, Roots, uh, a lot of things to be excited about this week. Um, PSVR 2 in particular, uh, hype level on 10. So why don't we start there?
Grand, why Grand Turismo 7 is a revelation in virtual reality. This from autosport.com. Opinion. The PSVR 2 and the upcoming Grand Turismo 7 update provides the best console virtual reality experience to date, setting, exa setting an example for other developers to follow. Coming out of the hairpin at the reimagined Deep Force Raceway, I have momentum on the Ford GT GR3 ahead of me. I duck out from behind its rear wing, moving left as we approach an innocuous looking kink that leads onto the main straight. We're now alongside each other, and to check the ever-decreasing gap between the two cars, I instinctively look to my right. Not with a press of a button, but by moving my head. It's at this exact moment the experience clicks. This is Gran Turismo 7 in virtual reality with the upcoming PlayStation VR 2. And in short, it makes for an essential gaming experience. This is Sony's second attempt at a VR headset and indeed an implementation within a Gran Turismo game. Racing titles, in theory, should make an ideal companion to the reactive three-dimensional environments. But on consoles, at least, that has been a challenge so far. The main hindrance has been raw horsepower. The original PlayStation VR from 2016 was somewhat held back by the console's abilities and the headset's resolution, despite requiring a separate processor box. The superlative Wipeout Omega Collection mode showed that Sony was on the right path with the technology, but it was one of the few fully featured PSVR racing titles that was able to deliver upon expectations. And the previous Gran Turismo game, GT Sport, was only able to run VR within the confines of a siloed mode. VR Drive, VR Time Trial, and VR Showroom were clearly limited by the hardware. You could enjoy the trappings of one-to-one -one head tracking, looking at your mirror to see your competitors and gain a greater sense of elevation changes, but you were limited to just one other AI-controlled car on the track. The career was off-limits, and don't even think about racing online. Even the showroom was just a dark abyss, and entering the car wasn't possible. But with PSVR 2, that potential is now finally realized based on our limited time test. A quick caveat, Gran Turismo 7 when using VR, you can't race in two-player local split-screen because, understandably, the PS5 doesn't support two headsets simultaneously. Imagine the power needed to run that. But otherwise, it's the full game. Unshackled, playable in virtual reality, no limitations. 20 AI rivals in cars on the track. Every World Circuit's career race, license test, mission, online lobbies, and online ranked sport mode. Every car, every track, and every time of the day. Sunshine or rain, the same home screen user interface. It works seamlessly. Uh, Roots, you know... When Jim Ryan came out on um, stage at CES and let the world know that Gran Turismo 7 was coming, it really wasn't a surprise to us uh, VR enthusiasts. We've been expecting this announcement for, for a year now. Um, subsequently, um, you know, while our enthusiasm 
for that announcement may have been a bit subdued, we all kind of recognized that it was a big deal for the ecosystem. It was a big deal for VR to get such a well-known and beloved title into Sony's headset on launch day. It was kind of a coup. This is this game is a headset seller. Um, what didn't really dawn on me at that time, though, was really what this meant. And we, we could say it, man, you know, that, that you know, this is a triple A VR game and, and it's different than the stuff that we're used to playing. But we've talked about what triple A games would mean to the VR so many times uh, over the years that at a, at a certain point, you kind of forget what that actually means. And you're just kind of saying the same things over and over again. It wasn't until this last week when the, the larger media started to uh, give their impressions of GT7. It was then when it clicked with me and I remembered what exactly it means to have a AAA, a legit AAA game in VR. And I went from someone who was mildly enthusiastic uh, about playing uh, this driving simulator just because uh, it's a big title. I've gone on over the last week to become now genuinely excited to play this game because just looking at the footage, hearing what people have to say, again, it's clicking with me what it means now to have a AAA Sony exclusive like this coming to VR. Um, I think this is going to be one of the best games we've ever played, Roots. I think so, too. And um, I think you're going to have a better experience with the wheel than I will with no wheel. But I think it will still be amazing. I know Wolvie was asking if there's uh, uh, motion controls. And you said that you think that they are, but you're not sure if it's one-to-one with, like... Uh, which come on no one wants to use a virtual wheel i have not played a, a racing game where that actually helped that's always hurt me so but uh, it would be nice i guess to be able to use the the controls even if it's just a joystick right yeah i would be surprised if you couldn't just you know run it gamepad style with the uh with the the individual sense controllers they have all the same inputs so it, it makes sense um so is this technically the first hybrid game then? Because I mean, it, I mean, it's um, it's the first first party hybrid game. I would I would say Village was the 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 first hybrid game that got announced uh, when Capcom announced their VR mode for Resident Evil Eight Village. Uh, but yeah, this is the first one coming from Sony, and um, again, it, it, we kind of say the words so many times that that I quit thinking about what they actually mean. Uh, but it all came back this week, watching IGN cover it. Actually, uh, it, was, it was like a bunch of Xbox players coming on and, and selling people PSVR 2, which is just unheard of. Uh, everyone had nothing bad to say about it. They were all amazed at just how detailed and beautiful the graphics were, the, the high frame rate. Everything was smooth, no reprojection, well, no noticeable reprojection, no... Um, no stutters. Everything just runs great. And um, again, Roots, this is a legit AAA Sony exclusive. There's going to be hundreds of cars uh, with the, even the smallest detail on, on, on any of them, whether you're, you're looking at the car from the outside or sitting, uh, sitting in it um, on the inside. Um, Gran Turismo calls itself the real driving simulator and i think that's an accurate description um of what they go for here sure it's a racing game um because what else are you going to do with a bunch of cars 
But I think first and foremost, this is a car simulator. It's a, it gives you access to dozens of cars that you'll never even be able to come close to touching in your life and let you sit inside them, examine every smallest detail and then take them out on a, on a racetrack and drive them wide open. Um, I'm so excited roots that I, I didn't even install the, uh, the copy of the Gamefly disc that, uh, that I, I got in last week. What I decided to do instead was, uh, buy it. So like I'm sending it back to Gamefly without even opening it, um, for a couple of reasons. Of course we, we can share copies of our games, um, when I buy it, but beyond that, I want to vote with my dollars, man. You know, uh, I've said this before, like, I like the time when I buy things in conjunction with like VR announcements so that the, the studios know why I'm buying the game and it's on sale. Uh, you know, there, there were all these media uh, reviews out at the time and I said, you know what, the time is now. If we're going to buy it and I think we're going to end up buying it anyway, we should buy it now so that they know without a question of a, uh, without a shadow of a doubt that uh, we're buying this for, for the VR support. Yeah. <clears throat> There's going to be a lot of people that come into VR, right? Uh, now that they know that there's a, a viable, easy way to play these uh, a VR version of a racing game. So, uh, Super Nintendo Chalmers with the $5 donation says, Wes, do racing rigs these days swing more than 360 like off-road 4x4? My biggest gripe, gripe with racing wheels is that the racing rigs is the wheel only turns like 280 degrees. Um I would say with the with with racing rigs these days, uh, kind of an old rule of thumb applies, uh, and this rule applies to anything in life, uh, not just racing wheels. And that rule is, you get what you pay for. So I, I would say, you know, w without testing them directly, I would say that the two eighty degree turn is probably standard on your more entry level stuff. But if you want to go spend like a thousand dollars on a on nice belt-driven Fanatec setup, I'd say you'll probably have a little bit more range with that. That's just my speculation, my speculation. Do you think this will um, help the developers of RecFest realize that we need RecFest in VR? That'd be so amazing. It's already an amazing game anyway, but I want it I in don't VR. know. Um, what engine is RecFest uh, um, developed in? I, I don't know. if it, I mean, it, it could be... See, it, you'd have to... I guess you could play offline, you know, because most of what we play is online. Oh, I get what you. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. It you could possibly be banned for it in multiplayer games. I get what you're saying. Good, good call. Uh, yeah. Well, I, 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 hopefully, what you're saying is true, and um, Gran Turismo demonstrates a, a clear desire from the uh, the, the VR fan base to uh, play these types of games. And uh, maybe in the next couple of years, we see a Rick Fest in VR. That'd be cool. Uh, Distract says, yes, Roots. Oh, my God. It's amazing. So I guess he's talking about Rick Fest as well. Yeah. Poop Socks on a Friday night. Uh, Poop Socks is a server, and, and it gets crazy up in that place. It's always packed. I still never played Rick Fest, Roots. Not oh, once. you'd love it. Even, but what's cool is you put it, at least I do, I put it in first person, even when I'm playing it flat. And because um, you have all these these figure eight tracks that you know crisscross each other, 
And so like, I just go in blind. I don't want to be third person so I can see other people coming. I just go through and I, I just hope I don't get hit by somebody going across. Cause usually you can't stop it anyway. So this tracked techno glitch radio run. Everyone agrees. Um, Fluke Rogi says the old G27 Logitech had 900 degrees of rotation. Wow. Uh, and so does the Logitech. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I didn't think about uh, what I was saying there when, when I was reading off that comment. 280 degrees is small. Like, yeah, you, you can definitely go over 360. I don't know how far you can go, but apparently 900 degrees is uh, the answer. Thank you, Fluke. Yeah, I didn't think about it at the time when, when I was answer, answering the question about what the specific values were that uh, that he was asking me about. Yeah, but yeah, the thing definitely goes well over 360 degrees. It has a lot of uh, a wide turn radius in it, and that's yeah. just with my uh, I don't know which one I have G927 or something like that. Um, I've got the pro version of the G29 uh, with the true force feedback and the the nice leather grip. It's gonna be nice. Um, it's gonna be kick ass with your with the game. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm torn, or it's because I know that this is gonna be a very time consuming thing. There's a lot of uh, preparation time needed to 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 get your licenses and things. And do I play it now? Do I do that and so that I'm ready when the game gets here, or do I just wait and just do it all in VR because it's gonna be so much better in VR? Uh, I'm kind of torn on it. Uh, maybe going a little bit beforehand, get the licenses out of the way, and so you have a concept of how much better it is in VR than flat, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. I keep going back and forth on it. One thing's for sure, though. I am legitimately more excited for this than I think any other racing game ever. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a big racing guy. And typically, when I do... Uh, play racing games i prefer arcade racers but when you talk about sims um i feel i, I legitimately feel like this is a new level this is going to be a new level for uh sim racing and i'm all about a new level in terms of realism um apparently this thing is good enough to kind of fool you a little bit uh, i think if, if they could use if they could somehow um hook up a little like a uh a full motion rig that this game might legitimately fool some people like uh, which of course you know as of right now playstation doesn't support anything like the y'all or any of these other rigs um but apparently it's pretty convincing as it is with just the psvr set itself and can you imagine roots with the with the next gen haptics what they're going to be able to do with this thing i'm, I'm sure it's going to be way more immersive than even the best uh racing experiences that came before yeah it's gonna be amazing I, do you think it'll be as good as realistic as that one that just came out on the quest the grid one grid legends yeah i don't know man grid legends is pretty good from pretty, what i hear pretty high bar to to reach right i mean it, it was so realistic for uh, our friend paradise decay that like he couldn't handle it. he had to return it like on day <laughs> one so it was just, just too, too much for him it's just too much <laughs> uh super mario chalmers says well gran turismo is the end all be all uh remember remember sega gt that was nothing yeah <laughs> who's talking about gt i guess or talking about a game um radio Rut says i just spent 90 on a drive hub adapter to use my tx wheel with the ps5 well that's awesome dude 
That's awesome. I'm glad to see uh, people like radio are uh, having something to be excited about and looking forward to because he was on the line, right? He's one of these people like, I don't know if it's going to be worth it. I don't know if there's going to be enough games, um, at least in the beginning, to, to entice me to getting a PSVR 2. Uh, and then something like this, this just goes to show what we talked about coming out of CES. It may, maybe, you know, a lot of people not, not so excited about Gran Turismo 7, but this is a big, legit AAA game, and it's going to bring a lot of people's in and add a lot of value to the launch lineup. Yeah, and it's going to create buzz as those people go in and they're like, dude, this is the best racing game I've ever played. They tell their friends, their friends pick it up uh you know i mean every big banger like this that that uh they get is a is good so so how are we going to play all these games like right on the right on, even with switchback getting delayed we still have horizon we still have resident evil village we still have gran turismo on day one and that's not to mention all the the cool third-party upgrades like res and tetris effect thumper uh, 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 there are other games that I, that are part of the launch slide up, like the Light Brigade, that I'm super excited to uh, to play. How are we going to make time for all of this? We're going to have to cancel the show. I, I will I will point out that uh, PlayStation VR two launches on a Wednesday. Oh, wow, that's going to be crazy, right? I don't even know what I work that day. I might be able to get in there for five minutes. Well, maybe not five minutes, but. Yeah, that's crazy. It's I don't know how we're gonna get enough time, but we're gonna we're gonna make it make time stop maybe, time. Maybe maybe we'll do two real time reviews for the episode that night, and we just stream and talk while we're while we're streaming. Yeah, that's true. Do that. Uh, they should have Discord in there by then too, right? Maybe. Yeah, the, actually, there's a beta out right now uh, of the system software that supports Discord. And, uh, yeah, so there, there are PlayStation 5s out there right now that have Discord integration. Yeah. Cool. I don't know what we're going to do for, for that episode, but I can assure you that whatever it is, it's going to be fucking cool. It's going to be a banger. It is going to be a banger for sure. And I think, I think we're already at the point now, Roots, where everything we're going to do is going to be an awesome episode for the whole year. Like... We're, we're all, we've already been putting out some good stuff lately, and it just keeps getting better and better. The news is awesome every week. The games that we play on Wednesday are awesome every week. Um, I think we're finally starting to get into the long prophesied golden age of VR that, uh, that, that we've been talking about for so long. I thought VR was dead. Oh, <laughs> damn, oh, yeah. that was quick. Right. That was a quick bounce back, man. That was like less than a week. <laughs> It's less than a half an hour, bro. <laughs> it was dead. It was like they they brought oh. the uh, the paddles out and revived it real quick. Clear. Yeah, crazy. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I can't believe my excitement for this game. Like, uh, again, I was excited for what it meant for the ecosystem more than I was excited for what it actually meant for me personally. Uh, let me ask you this, Roots, like. There's so much time that goes into a game like this. And I always just kind of expected that this was going to be like a palate cleanser for me. Something that I play in between the games that I really want to put time into. Um, I'm not so sure that's going to be the case anymore. Are you going to use this as a buffer between the other games? Or is this going to be one of your main courses? I don't know. It's a good question. Depends on how good it is as far as uh, 
mean, I like the racing games just like everybody else. I'm not like big into them like techno glitches, but uh, I definitely could see myself going in there a lot more, um, especially if we're racing against each other online. That'd be a big thing yeah. too. We can play multiplayer. That's exactly right. Like we can play together, which is awesome. I'm not sure how many, uh, how many people you can get in the lobby, but uh, just just a, even if it's just a couple of your friends, uh, it's going to be amazing. We should play this for the first time. Like, well, of course I know we can't get our licenses and stuff all together, but we should get into this pretty quick and play multiplayer because um, I think that's going to be a big uh, value add uh, for for people like us. Your long shadow says kayak will be uh, their buffer game. You know, I I still have yet to go back. I I wanted to go back in for the uh, the holiday ones, you know, to check out the Christmas tree, all the lights and stuff. I didn't go back in, but uh, I'm sure I'll go in and check it out. I don't know how much time people are going to be spending in that experience, as MASH would say, but um, it's going to look amazing. You're going to be amazed. You're not going to be able to pet the turtle, though. You know who loves petting the turtle, Wes? My (laughs) mom! Yeah, she does. She knows how to get it out of its shell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I, th- I think Res and Tetris Effect are going to be more, my buffers, or like Res and Thumper, I mean. Mm. And uh, But beyond that, like beyond like my normal uh, go-to buffers, which th- those games are going to serve that purpose, at first, we're going to have legit, like, uh, le- legit awesome games to, to kind of go to as a buffer uh games that we've already finished you know but now we've got a, a an upgraded enhanced version on psvr2 like um like star wars tales from the galaxy's edge for example i look forward to uh seeing how that game is now with upgraded graphics with the uh the the unique uh haptics uh, on all the different weapons that already was a pretty high quality production on the quest i can't imagine how much better it's going to be now though with some real horsepower behind it and new features to integrate and there's a there's a whole laundry list uh, of games like this like no man's sky and and others that are getting these next gen upgrades uh zombie land headshot fever stuff like this that typically uh, would serve as a main course game before now that we've kind of already put time into them i think they're going to be really effective as um as buffers as palate cleansers uh especially over the first few weeks that's true that's true and think about fo- the eye tracking foveated rendering for um what the bat funky sloth says wes is going to mainline what the bat and you have <laughs> no idea because the haptic triggers you know um i i'm i'm curious to see just for i mean i've never been in that game to begin with but i wonder if it if there is any difference I think we should put Eric on that one since he's already been in to begin with, right? Yeah, my vote goes for Eric on this one. <laughs> Eric, you have to take one for the team again. I feel sorry for somebody like Brian. You know, Brian prides himself on reviewing every game. Mm. Man, this is going to be a tough one to find time for what the bat. Uh, he, man, he we found time for that one uh shooter alien game that he said was the worst game he's ever played or whatever i think what the battle probably be a um a nice treat so there you go congratulations yep everyone who bought what the bat 
anyways, um, certainly Gran Turismo 7, some of the more exciting PSVR 2 news that came out over last week, but by no means the only PSVR 2 news that came out over last week. We have a, a lot of cool other stuff to talk about here as well. Rated T for Teen. Rated T for Teen. Seeing the world of Horizon Call of the Mountain through new eyes. This is from the PlayStation blog, and uh, this is actually a, a write-up that gives us a pretty good chunk of what the story is going to be about uh, in Horizon. New information here with regards to the story experience. This from Shantae Goodman, the community manager at Gorilla Games. Over the last few months, we've been sharing glimpses of Horizon Call of the Mountain, an upcoming PlayStation VR 2 adventure launching on the 22nd of February. Today, we wanted to spend some time getting to know Rias, the character you'll play, as you experience a new story in the world of Horizon. The Karya Sundom is still reeling from the Bloody Red Raids, a brutal campaign of attacks and ritual sacrifice inflicted by the Karja on neighboring tribes. These raids, which devastated countless lives, were ended when mad sun king Jiran was overthrown by his own son, Avod. The aftershocks of Jiran's rule splintered the Karja tribe, with those grateful for an end to his rule remaining in the Sundom, and soldiers loyal to the slain leader forcing their way into the citadel at sunfall. Reforming the Karja in Shadow. The protagonist of Horizon Call of the Mountain, Rias, was one such shoulder, soldier. Having played a key role in the abduction of young Prince Idaman from his home in Meridian, Rias seeks, seeks to atone and regain his honor. After allowing himself to be captured and imprisoned by the Karja, Rias spared execution. Now... He's been recruited by the Sun King Avad and the blameless Marad. A master climber, archer, and hunter, Rias must learn must earn his freedom in exchange for investigating a new threat. Gorilla's studio narrative director, Ben McCall, offered us further insight. Rias ended up on the wrong side for right reasons. His family was torn apart, and ultimately he was incarcerated. This is the story of how he tries to come back from that. Rias has a dangerous adventure ahead of him, and while he may be the only one who can do the job, he won't do it alone. Along the way, players will meet new characters and be reunited with familiar ones. Though his past has affected these relationships, explains Ben, having fought for the Shadow Karja, Rias's relationship with these characters is at best adversarial. He needs to make inroads and amends if he hopes to be accepted. Take Hami, for example, a stalwart soldier for the Karja Sundom, 
who was spared the horrors of the Red Raids thanks to her posting as a border guard. Even she is unable to forgive or forget the atrocities caused by the Shadow Karja, having lost many friends and comrades to the conflict. Known for her sharp, sharp wits and quick temper, Ami resents the task of escorting Rias. Her hatred for what Rias represents is just one of the challenges he will face. With Horizon Call, the mountain players will be able to experience the world of Horizon from a new perspective. Though both Rias as a compelling new protagonist and the, and the PSVR 2 headset. With haptic feedback, intelligent eye tracking, and ultra-wide field of view, the player becomes incredibly immersed, and Call of the Mountain puts them right at the most thrilling peaks of the Sundom and beyond. Says Ben McCall, We took the Horizon experience and built it from the ground up for VR, and for this, we felt we needed a new protagonist. As a master climber, hunter, and explorer, Rios offers the perfect viewpoint of the sweeping vistas and dangerous horizons, dangerous wilds of horizon. Uh, so Roots here, we get a, a prime example of what um, is typically the cornerstone of any Sony single-player exclusive game, and that is deep storytelling. And I think that above all, that's that's what this game is going to provide to us is kind of that that experience that we typically get from Sony flat games, and we got from a couple of uh, you know games on the PSVR one as well. But um, I think as far as what this game has to offer, outside of the archery and the climbing and the exploration, uh, I think it's going to offer us uh, deep immersion through the uh, the production value that they've got going on visually, audio-wise, the haptics. Uh, but they're going to use all these tools to do what Sony typically does, and that is tell us an awesome story. Yeah, that's all we want, right? Good seven- to eight-hour story campaign. I don't know if it's a campaign, but definitely a story uh, experience. As I, uh, this is the thing, though. You know, the next Call of the Mountain or Horizon game, I want it to be both VR and flat. And and I want to drift away from experiences. And hopefully they will, you know. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, I, I would like to see it be more open world someday and have some of those RPG elements like the original game had. Um I think Farpoint is a great example of what I, the kind of value I think this game is going to provide. You know, Farpoint didn't offer the, like the deepest gameplay. It, it was a, a linear shooter game, mm. uh, but the gameplay was fun, simple but fun, and the storytelling was amazing. Right. And I think that's what we're going to be saying about Horizon uh, as as we work our way through it. Yeah, story was the best part of uh, it, absolutely. And uh, my thing is is, is it. If we can get all these flat games ported into VR on PC and every one of them we keep saying, man, this feels like it's built from the ground up. When I read, when you read that in the article that, we, you know, we built it from the ground up, I thought, well, that's great, but you almost don't need to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just right. take this, take the, the AAA game that you're going to put for flatties out there and just give us an in, make a hybrid. And on top, and, and you can still deliver these kind of 
oh, you know, I mean, there's a reason why The Last of Us TV show is is successful. You know, people love watching a good story. So you can take, you can do something like that, even for any game. You can give us a Horizon Call of the Mountain, give us an, a side story or something that fits in between and just make it really entertaining and really good as well. I just, I want to see them focus more on, on bringing the, you know, I want equality, you know? If the flatties get it, I want it in VR too. And we now know that the, the modders have proven it can be done on everything. So there's really no reason to. It's just getting the um, the developers to realize that they should just do it, you know? So Yeah, agreed. Uh, Vince says, Forbidden West is arguably the best-looking game on PS5, and having a VR experience in that world, yeah, that's kind of the promise, Vince. Good call. Yeah. Um. Beard of Power 666. Wes, did the demo you played have any dialogue after the boat ride? Not much. Uh, there, there was a, a brief uh, encounter or two um, with some of the, the people that this article actually um, references. People whose side you're trying to be on, uh, but they don't want your help. They, they, they show up, they Jerks. throw things at you, they curse you. Uh, that they don't want it's like it's like that you were there on january 6th roots nobody wants anything to do I, I don't want to help them then if they don't want my help i'm not giving it screw but them you, you, you have to you, you have to bro you gotta oh. do what's right ah, damn it okay so i'm stuck helping people that are throwing shit at me that sounds good yeah i feel like i'm <laughs> the part of the police force right <laughs> right right <laughs> oh man uh, no, man, you know, we've known from day one that, that this is um, this is going to be uh, Sony's kind of um, shining example of the potential of PSVR 2 right up off of the front. Um, we didn't know um, how far they were going to go with it in terms of the storytelling, in terms of the scope of the game. Uh, but as time goes along, they keep giving us little bit glimpses here and there. And the more I see, the more confident I am that people are going to be blown away by this game. Yeah. Well, can't wait. We're only 16 days or 17, 16, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Whatever it takes, yeah, right? Uh, yeah, 17 days from right now. We'll call it 16 and a half. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, because the people in, that, in Europe are already like, it's 16, bro. Well, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> we're getting there. Right, right. Uh, anyways, um, GT7, Horizon Call of the Mountain, amazing news and amazing new glimpses into these games over the past week. But these are games we already knew were coming, Roots. Did we have anything come out this week announced for PSVR 2 that we weren't expecting? instant camera which has finally found a new owner which has finally found a new owner which has finally found a new owner which has finally found a new hi there this is alexis stefano creator of milestone and founder of lotus games as you may know last year we teamed up with perp games to release milestone on consoles both in digital and physical and we can't be happier with all the love and all the support we received from all of you since day one so thank you so much for that 
for some of you, Madison was the scariest gaming experience of last year, which is completely amazing. But now, we are ready to move forward and take it to a whole new level, making it even scarier. Since release, we have been working on some exciting things I wish I could reveal. But today, I'm here to announce that Madison will be coming to the next generation of the PlayStation VR headset, the PlayStation VR 2. So get ready to experience a game like never before and face your fears in virtual reality. Stay tuned for more updates. Game Madison is getting a VR version. This from GameRant.com. Developer Bloodiest Games announces that its frightening first-person horror game Madison is receiving a VR version designed for PlayStation VR 2. A bone-chilling new trailer reveals that Bloodiest Games' terrifying 2022 horror title Madison will be making its way to Sony's soon-to-be-released PlayStation VR 2. The subject of countless online videos showing streamers scaring themselves senseless, the PT-influenced horror game Madison should make a bone-chilling addition to the Sony headset's ever-growing library of VR horror titles. Released for PC and consoles in 2022, Madison is a first-person horror game that draws inspiration from Hideo Kojima's canceled PT project. Featuring gritty, realistic visuals and suitably spooky sound design throughout, the unique horror title doesn't provide players with any weapons to take on the demonic creatures that inhabit the game world. Instead, players rely on an instant camera to solve puzzles, uncover secrets, and deliver some truly terrifying jump scares. The announcement of Madison's release for Sony's headset puts it in the company of one of the gaming industry's biggest horror heavyweights, with the PSVR 2 version of Resident Evil 8 arriving as a launch title for the device. In a trailer that was released as part of the publisher Perp Games PSVR 2 showcase, Madison creator and Bloodiest Games founders Alexis DiStefano, Alexi DiStefano, pronounced that the popular horror game will be receiving a PSVR 2 port. The developer appeared over footage of the flat screen release of Madison and thanked fans of the games for their support before revealing that it would be arriving on PSVR 2. Though no release date was announced, the Stefano stated that the PSVR 2 version of Madison would take the game to a whole new level that will make the first person horror title scarier than ever. Closing out the trailer with an unexpected jump scare, the surprise announcement of a PSVR 2 port of Madison is sure to be welcome news to both fans of the original game and those looking for a whole new way to experience horror titles. 
You know, Roots, we've talked about horror games over the years, and I think we very accurately described the kind of landscape for horror games. Um, there's a lot of good ones, good horror titles in VR outside of the PSVR ecosystem, but not so many great ones. The, the best horror titles that are that we've ever seen, 90% of those were uh, exclusive to PlayStation VR. And now, uh, coming off of what I consider to be a pretty substantial drought for VR horror games during the Quest era, um, we see very early on in the games that are confirmed for PSVR 2 that not only is PSVR 2 bringing back AAA VR gaming, uh, but the PSVR 2 is also bringing back VR horror in a big way and uh, this is just the latest example of that. Yeah, there's so many coming out. And I was just thinking, I was feeling bad for people like Radio Run or uh, London Road says, call me, whatever, but I'm not doing horror games in VR. And I, I, you know, I get it. If you're not into horror, like I'm not a big horror buff either. I don't like horror movies, uh, gratuitous violence. I, I just like good games. And uh, especially ones like um, Resident Evil 7 or, or RE8 or whatever. Um, this one, you know, seems to be very creepy. Uh, so I think it'll be a good addition. And I, I think we're going to get finally get to see some really great um, horror games. The bar is going to be raised. So Absolutely. And, you, you know, not to say that there weren't any good ones that came out on, on Quest. Uh, obviously, uh, Rate the Oblivion Afterlife uh, came out on Quest. The Blair Witch, which is amazing, that came out on Quest. But those two games came out two years ago. And uh, as we pointed out uh, during the 2022 show, there, there were some decent games, horror games that came out in, in 2022, but there wasn't anything really all that great. Mm. Uh, so for someone like me, this is my favorite thing. Like this is literally my favorite thing. I couldn't be more excited for an announcement like this, which is a game that I've been struggling with. Uh, do I mod it? Do I wait? Do I mod it? Do I wait? Uh, I decided to wait, and uh, apparently I made the right decision because now we're going to get a full-on VR version of it. It paid off. Um, and I think there's a little confusion in the chat. Uh, Brian, Brandon VR says he loves him some whores. No, we're talking about horror. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, teach their own, man. You know, like, who doesn't? You know who does love some whores? My mom! Yeah, she does. She loves everybody equally. We're, we're about to come into a new golden age for uh, whores in VR. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be um, it's going to be amazing. Ari Village in all its PSVR two glory. D says she can't wait. That's kind of how I feel. I know that um, Alec Kazam has said this before a couple times in the chat before um, on other streams that he's playing through it flat so that he can um, be ready for the VR version because he's so it's like uh, such a scary game. And I can see that if you're like you're you have a hard time playing it flat, I don't see how getting in the headset is going to be any easier, right? Lucky Sloth wants to know if I've ever noped out of a horror game or a film. No, <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. In fact, you know, as much as I love them, I could still probably count on my fingers the number of ones that legitimately scared me. Like normally, I just like playing them because I enjoy the you know the, the whole darkness out of them, um, but 
really it's the great ones that, that get my pulse up. And that's why uh, PSVR 1 was so great for me. And uh, I think why PSVR 2 is going to be so great once again is uh, there's going to be some legitimately scary stuff. And when you talk about a game like Madison, again, this is a, this is a different type of game. This isn't something that has you in there, you know, shooting monsters like, like Village has. Uh, this, this is an atmospheric horror game. It's something modeled after mm -hmm. the, the PT demo. Um, something that's going to put you in a surreal environment where anything can happen at any time and you're always on the edge of your seat, always looking over your shoulder. It's one of those type of games. The games that um, games that rely heavily upon the environment you're in and uh, the sound design of the game to kind of uh, create tension as you move your, your way through it. Um, I love these types of games, and I'm glad that we're going to be getting one fairly early on in the life cycle of PSVR 2. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to find out when. Because right now there's no real actual date, right? So. No, no, no date on this. Uh, although I know it's been in development for a while. I don't think this is going to be exclusive to PSVR 2. Uh, I, I just think that the initial announcement uh, came as part of uh, 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 an event, you know, around the hype, hyping up PSVR 2. But um, I think it'll be cross-play. I think PC players will get to experience this one as well. Cool. Our friend Alex joining us. What up? Alex, What's up, good to Alex? see you. Um, old but, school game cats with us too. It says, uh, how much have I missed you guys or have I missed guys? How much have oh, I missed guys? Yeah. How much have I missed guys? I thought you were saying you missed us. I was like, well, that's an awesome thing for you to say. About an hour, <laughs> hour and five hour and 10 minutes. You basically missed the PSVR two section of today's show because yeah. we're, we're wrapping that up right now. Um, so we talked about Gran Turismo 7, we talked about Horizon Call of the Mountain, talked a little bit about Echo VR, and uh, we're wrapping up the PSVR 2 section here with uh, with Madison. So, um, yeah, I, I think beyond my, uh, my, my crazy hype level for all these horror games, I think we pretty much wrapped up what I have to say about this. I can't wait to see more and hear more about this game. Uh, and I can't wait to uh, strap the headset on and experience for the first time in in VR. Uh, but with that said, we do need to move on from PSVR, talk about some other stuff, which uh, you're in luck, ladies and gentlemen, because it wasn't all PSVR news this week. Uh, actually, some pretty nice surprises from uh, on the PC VR as well. Hello, Mr. X. I'm the magician. And I want to share with you a little secret of mine. That's why I want to invite you to a private show. Aren't you lucky? Metropolis 2, Never Say Goodbye, arrives on major VR platforms this year. This is from Henry Stockdale, Upload VR. Peanut Button confirms Retropolis 2, Never Say Goodbye, is in development, bringing a new point-and-click adventure to, quote, major VR platforms later this year. Set one year after the secret of Retropolis, 
Metropolis 2 continues the story of robo-detective Philip Log and Jenny Montage, an automated femme fatale that just can't keep herself out of trouble. With Log facing an enigmatic new villain, you won't need to play the original first. Peanut Button confirms Metropolis 2, quote, welcomes new visitors to the City of Robots and can be experienced as its own miniseries across four new episodes. You can read the full gameplay description below. Using Philip Log's extendo arms, the player is able to collect items from afar, use them to overcome obstacles, and move the plot forward. Retropolis 2 Never Say Goodbye also features enchanted logic puzzles, new rotation mechanics, and movement between different environments, offering a more challenging adventure with a substantially longer playtime than the previous game. With improved graphics and character animations, returning to Retropolis is more jaw-dropping than ever. We're thrilled to bring the story of Retropolis to the next level, said Asaf Geva, Peanut Button's lead developer in a prepared statement. The first game ended on a cliffhanger, and our fan base has been eagerly waiting a sequel. We, we can't wait for players to experience the new episodes and return to the City of Robots, but we also wanted to make sure Retropolis 2 is just as fun and self-contained for new players joining the ride. Retropolis 2 Never Say Goodbye arrives on major VR platforms later in 2023. When asked for clarification, Peanut Button confirmed to Upload VR that this includes MetaQuest, Pico, PCVR via Steam, and Vive XR Elite. All right, Roots. So uh, this was a pleasant surprise. Uh, when we talk about some of the Gen 1 titles that, uh, that we covered and enjoyed on this channel, uh, we often overlook and forget about um, the great time that we had in the original The Secret of Retropolis, which was admittedly short, um, but it was an engaging puzzle game with a great story. And it's one that we finished uh, willingly and really um, had a lot of good things to say about. Uh, we speculated at the time that we might one day see a sequel to it because of the way the thing ended. And uh, here we are a couple of years later, and apparently um, that is absolutely going to be the case, and I'm glad to see it. Cool. Uh, do we know how long it's going to be? Probably not. Hopefully it'll be a little bit longer than the last one. But yeah, yeah, I do remember... Uh enjoying it and uh tech says that it did nothing for him but you know every game's not for everybody did you play the first one tech that's what i have to ask no that's yeah that's a good question because i i do remember um really being pretty impressed with this one uh that was pretty fun the puzzles were fun the story was uh unique and um i remember being sad when this one was over and particularly impressed because if I remember correctly, and this is me going from memory, so I could be wrong. Wasn't this game made by like three people? I think so. I don't remember exactly yeah. how many, but it's definitely uh, sounds about right. So, uh, yeah, uh, definitely excited to uh, pick this one back up. You know, I might even uh, play through the original again because I think it was only like two or three hours. It was something like that. It wasn't a super long experience. Uh, but it was extremely well done. And, and we, and, you know, 
over the years, we've played dozens of this type of experience, you know, casual puzzle games that tell a story. And uh, we've played a lot of good ones, uh, but I think this one ranks in the uh, the upper tiers. Like, the, um, we, we really, and I remember we really enjoyed playing this one. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, stay tuned for more information on uh, Retropolis 2 as the year goes along. Um Definitely something if you're into uh, story-driven puzzlers, I think. Internet Funny Man and Vertigo 2 cast member. I'm here to tell you about Vertigo 2 and what to expect from its imminent release. Vertigo 2 is a built-for-VR first-person shooter coming to Steam this March. The game is what nerds like to call a half-like, a game taking after Valve's classic Half-Life series. The Half-Life genre is tragically underexplored as they take more time to develop than the more popular Doom and Quake-inspired shooters, which have seen a renaissance in the recent years. This kind of game is marked by building a believable interactive world, telling a story through a continuous first-person viewpoint, and indulging in plenty of spectacular set pieces. The setting will be familiar, primarily taking place in an underground science facility with a chronic case of loose interuniversal aliens. Vertigo 2 spices things up, though, and you'll be spending about a third of the game in more exotic environments, including the open ocean, flora-filled caverns, and an entire underground city. For these levels, inspiration has been taken from Half-Life 2's more open-ended sensibilities, including vehicle sections, vast natural spaces, and urban warfare with a squad of allies. There's a huge variety of enemies to encounter along the way, with dozens of alien species and security robots. We really wanted to portray the chaos of alternate universes intersecting, so an enemy allegiance system creates organic infighting between factions. Of course, not everybody's out to get you. Friendly characters can be found as well, with their own motivations and stories to uncover. Where Half-Life Alex played things relatively safe with beginner-friendly VR gameplay, Vertigo 2 does not hold back. You'll be playing with an entire arsenal of 14 weapons, each with their own reload mechanics to learn. There are drivable vehicles, there are 10 bosses, there's free locomotion and, optionally, jumping. If that's too much to stomach, there are comprehensive comfort options and teleportation is available too. This is a lot to take on for a single developer. Zach's pretty qualified, having worked as a contractor at Valve on the Index, Moondust, and The Lab, and of course having shipped Vertigo 1 before this. But it still took years of dedication and hard work to get Vertigo 2 built. He's very proud of the finished product and is excited to share it with you. This has been Gianni. You'll be hearing from me again in March as Officer 13. If you want to see more, head to Zulavo.com slash Vertigo 2 and make sure to wishlist the game on Steam. Or I'll kill you. Yeah, hey, I'm here for the session. I'm sure you're very excited to get the full endorsement from Officer 13. No, 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 it was, we recorded it already. It was, it was just a me thing. What? Uh, me. It was, it was, it was me. It was, like, me reading the... So here we are, uh, approaching the end of our headlines segment, and I bring forth a topic here that, for whatever reason, didn't make any headlines this week, but this, uh, this new Vertigo 2 trailer that, that just dropped this past week was so awesome that, I, Roots, I just couldn't let the week get by without watching it here with all of our friends. That looks amazing, does it not? Yeah, and we're only a month away from release of this thing, right? It's in March. I don't know exactly what the day is, but uh, 
I was telling you that D was saying she keeps hearing about this game. I said, yes, it's a good chance of being the PC VR game of the year uh, this year. Yeah. It looks that good to me. And um, the Vertigo Remastered was so good. Uh, and they've been working on this thing for at least a couple of years, right? So, oh, Yeah, this game's been in development for a very, very long time, like three, four years at least. Um, and you can see it here, man. You can see it through the, the variety of gameplay, through the variety of environments. Um, I know what I could do here. I don't have a headline, but what I do have, Roots, is... Oh, shit, I accidentally closed it out. Bear with me just a moment here, and... Uh, I'm going to bring up the press release for this, and it gives us a lot of information about the game. Um, the, it's funny, when they describe this game, Roots, they, they talk about it being a Half-Life, and they compare it to a game like Half-Life Half -Life Alex, and, and they say where kind of the scope of Half-Life Alex was dialed back uh, to, to make a more seamless VR experience, that that's not going to be the case here. That there's not that there's no uh, such limitations being placed on the gameplay loop here. This is m much more like uh, a classic Half-Life game. Only now you're in VR. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, people like Dr. Greg and um, you know others have said that uh, Half-Life Two was gameplay was better than Half-Life Alex gameplay. So that's a good thing, right? I mean, Half-Life Alex was an amazing experience game in and of itself but we've said it before if it wasn't for the half-life world and that uh, nostalgia and everything else it would have it would have been a really good game not an amazing game and so i, I think this game gameplay wise is going to be next level compared to half-life alex uh i just they, the remastered was was so much better in, in gameplay wise so I agree, and we we've often characterized um, Half Life Alex as amazing and awesome as it was as being kind of shallow in terms of gameplay. Now, as we were talking about with uh, Farpoint and Horizon a moment ago, it doesn't have the have the deepest gameplay loop to be a great game. So, you know, layoff people, we're not saying that it's bad. It's really really good. But how amazing is it that we're talking about a game here, Vertigo Two, that was developed by one guy primarily? And we're, we're talking about it um, possibly and, and most likely surpassing Half-Life Alex in terms of quality when Half-Life Alex in most people's minds uh, is the gold standard for VR gaming today, even still. Yeah, one person, 22-year-old VR game developer, <laughs> Zach Brown, right? Like 22 years old, that's crazy, dude. That just shows you that. I mean, he knows what he's doing. And um, I'm excited to... Uh, to check it out it's probably one of my most anticipated games upcoming games um that's coming all right so let's talk a little bit about vertigo 2 here now i've got the uh, press release up in front of me uh vertigo 2 is a single player adventure built from the ground up for vr deep underground in the reaches of quantum reactor 7 you awake to finish your journey home you'll have to face bizarre alien flora and fauna leaking from other universes and deadly android security forces whose job is to purge the reactor of all life. Try to determine who is to trust as sinister agents lurk just out of sight. Vertigo 2 will release on March 30th, 2023 on Steam 
with support for all SteamVR compatible headsets. The price, $29.99 US dollars. Wow. Key, some of the key features that make Vertigo's 2 stand out. Hybrid locomotion, both smooth and teleportation are viable. Huge, bespoke world design. An incredible range of environments makes Vertigo 2 much more of an adventure than Vertigo 1. Enemy variety. Dozens of creatures and robots are waiting to be discovered. State-of-the-art VR weapons. Carry an arsenal of 14 weapons, all with unique reload mechanics and physics-based interactions. Fully voiced characters. A a diverse cast brings the many characters of Vertigo 2 to life. An original soundtrack. Intense boss fights. Vertigo is notorious for its ambitious boss encounters, and Vertigo 2 brings 10 brand new bosses. And, of course, a substantial campaign. 18 chapters long, Vertigo 2's story had many times more content than Vertigo 1. And I could go on. I mean, this is a pretty long um, press release, but I think we get the picture here, Roots. Um... You think this game is going to be underpriced at twenty nine ninety nine? That seems kind of a, like a value, doesn't it? It sounds like it to me. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be longer and bigger than uh, Vertigo One Remastered. So, uh, but it just t- shows you that you know if your goal is to sell more copies, um, you don't want to price it too high, right? So maybe that's the sweet spot, thirty dollars, and then that way it does feel like a value, and um, everybody gets it. So this game's going to have um, four or five times as many weapons as Half-Life Alex had. I think in terms of length, it's probably going to be about uh, the same amount. But um, 18 chapters long with 10 bosses. Like, this one of the things I really appreciate about, appreciate about Vertigo 1 was, um, you know, in some of the more abbreviated uh, games that kind of have... Um, characterize the gen 1 vr library uh you get boss fights but you typically you know two to five bosses over the course of a campaign depending on how long the game is uh back in the day before vr when we were playing games i mean the boss fight was a pillar of the game right it was what made the game worth worth playing it was what you built toward uh so i'm the cool thing i've always always enjoyed one of the cool things i've always enjoyed about vertigo is you know while it is a modern VR game and a state-of-the-art modern VR game, it still relies on some of the old things that made older games great uh, with, with a variety of levels, weapons, and uh, enemies that uh, that's uncommon to, to VR games today. We're yeah. really looking forward to this. Absolutely. Not as many weapons as um, uh, Borderlands 3. But then again... That was flat game brought into view. There's no game I've ever played that's got that many weapons, right? Too many weapons. Borderlands 3. 14, that's a lot. Uh, the world of Vertigo was conceptualized by Errol Busey, George uh, Araculus, and Zach Salakis Brown. Uh, but it was up to Zach to make Vertigo 2 a reality. It has been on-again, off-again development since Vertigo 1 released in 2016 Mm. as Zach dedicated spare time to it between school and working at Valve. 
After the release of Vertigo Remastered in 2021, Zach began working on it full-time. So it's been in full-time development uh, for a little over two years, uh, but the, the groundwork was set uh, over the course of five years preceding that. So uh, this one's been in the works for quite some time. Do you know how much the original was, people are asking? I don't think it was that much. Uh, I mean, I somehow had it in my library. And they gave the remaster for free, but it was like 20 bucks, maybe 30. Yeah, that's what I was thinking that maybe it was uh, 25 or 30 as well. Because I remember when Vertigo Remastered uh, launched and I looked at it, I was like, whoa, it's a little pricey. But again, back then, $20 was the standard. And $30 today isn't the same as $30 back then. That's not even so just even if, VR. That's everything, man. Right, right. Exactly. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right. I think, uh, I think I'm going to play, um, PSVR two for five weeks solid. And it's going to take something to get that headset off my face. I think vertigo two is going to be that something that gets me out, uh, and, and back over to, uh, to my G two for a little while. If there isn't some kind of crazy mod that came out. Oh yeah. Well, you know, that's a good point. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up roots because they're absolutely is one other thing that could possibly drop between now and then that might just monkey wrench my whole PSVR 2 plan. Coming to you, sir. Talk reporting. Entry team suspects have taken refuge in the area and are refusing to cooperate. Move in. Police, hands up! Bet you never thought you'd be working for the man. Fuck off.
used to push him over the edge. That guy's sister. I feel so bad for her. Maybe Riley knows something I can use against Mac. If he's innocent, if you in effect. Turns out people here are just as oppressed as the basers. Skill. Ugh. Horror. I hate horror. Man, that's a bad place to get stuck. Place needs a serious overhaul. Oh.
So here we are again for the second story in a row. Uh, something I just wanted to talk about without a headline. So uh, this past week, uh, Elliot Tate from the Flat to VR um, modding Discord put up a straw poll. And they're currently in um, the process of testing as many games as they can uh, with the Prey Dog Universal VR Injector to uh, verify that, that they're going to work and that they're going to provide a good experience to people. But of course, you're talking about a catalog of hundreds of games, mm. so they can't test them all. So they wanted to know, what do you want them to test? And um, they, they put forth this, uh, this poll here. They told everyone that, that they can uh, each pick five uh, five titles, and they are tracking your IP, so you can't mm. just keep going in and voting. Oh, man. Um, but, um, I mean, just look down this list, Roots. Hogwarts Legacy, some Grand Theft Auto games. There's Ghost Runner, Borderlands 3, um, Back for Blood, um, Atomic Heart. And, Roots, my only problem with this uh, poll is that I can't give all of my votes to Returnal. Returnal's on the list, though. I did, I picked my five. I did this this poll on Twitter, and I did it easy. I'll tell you what I did. I did Hogwarts, Back for Blood, uh, Returnal, and It Takes Two, and Fortnite. That was easy. So Boom. But there's so a, many other I good ones on there, but. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a bunch, and I mean, there's even a link up at the top there for the for the full list. This this is just the ones that they picked because they thought would be more popular. Mm. Uh, there's a much much bigger list that uh, this injector mod is going to work on. Um, That's crazy. But uh, I picked Hogwarts Legacy. I picked um, Returnal, of course. I picked Atomic Heart. Uh, I picked High on Life and the Callisto Protocol. Those are the ones I voted for. Yeah, those are definitely uh, amazing ones there too. But I mean, Roots, even if like this list that they put forth here, if this was every game that the thing possibly could support, this is going to be the coolest thing that ever happened to VR modding. Like, Yeah. It's just amazing just from this list alone. Yeah, there's amazing games on here. There's games that are already been tested nether mods that don't even need to be on here uh that have their own mods right but not everybody uses those mods evil west was actually a pretty cool game too there's a lot of good games in here and like you said this is just a small list um hogwarts legacy comes out in well for some of us in less than three days for, for the, the the average person it comes out on the 10th but uh yeah it's definitely gonna be an amazing game to play in vr i think back for blood returnal those are my top ones right there i see uh i see lord of the rings return to moria i see severed steel i'm looking at the larger list now uh-huh. um that'd be fancy nightmares. for that you just gotta copy and, and paste it in yeah there. that's that fancy i did i did did do it though there is a lot of a lot of games on here Sackboy, uh, uh, a big adventure. I have that. I own that. Dee bought that for me. I still need to play that with her. We can play it in yeah, VR. There, there, there's a lot of games like that that are just these kind of uh, classic 
um, platforming games like uh, Spyro's on here, Crash Bandicoot's on here, even the SpongeBob games on here as well. Man, that's crazy. Uh -oh. This this list is huge, and um, it just shows you. Like, I mean, the, this is what I was saying the other day. For as much as the PSVR two is going to be amazing, the PC VR people have all of these AAA games, or most of them, uh, at their fingertips pretty soon. Here, it's going to be a, an amazing time in VR. Roots. Roots, roots, roots. What's up? Sinua's Saga, Hellblade 2. Oh, yeah. We should, that should have been VR to begin with, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's not out yet, so obviously they can't test it right now. But um, I, I got to say that the, the gameplay footage that I've seen of that game so far might be the most impressive thing that I've ever seen. You know what? It is so realistic looking one of the coolest games i think to play in vr would be it takes two because it's one of the best games i've ever played anyway and those worlds are so fantastical and if they do it depending on how they do the game it's going to be phenomenal i can't wait it's going to be amazing the forgotten city poppy playtime uh all the sea we're getting an official vr version of already but it's listed here as well um man there's just so much the outlast trials like i mean the aliens games oh, dude dude this is going to be the most amazing thing i think yeah i agree talk about something to keep pcvr alive like this will do it forever like there will never be any more talk about pcr fading away after this releases because there's just an endless game supply like endless game more games here than you can ever play through uh in vr and no a lot of them are just going to be uh you know the standard flat game with a game pad but you're in the world full 3d uh but people are going to build on on top of this uh and we're going to see you know specific instances where games get full vr uh support like for example the game that we talked about on Wednesday. And really quick here, before we move on, uh, I just want to say to those of you watching live, uh, the first person in my chat that can tell us which game we modded last Wednesday will win a copy of that game. Wow. Right now. That's a good game. Actually, I've gone back into it a couple times. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. And, and the, unlocked the next uh, level, and, and it was cool. Right. I think I have to Looper the Underground Game Cat. Congratulations. You just won a copy of uh, Neon White, courtesy of our friend Guido. So thank you to Guido out there who um who wanted to make sure we gave away something cool this week. So yeah. uh, shout out to that guy. Absolutely. You know what to do, Looper. Tag me on Discord. We'll get you the key. And unlike some of the other games that we've given away, I actually have this key right now and we don't have to wait on it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Neon White, um, I've been, I've been kind of, uh, going back and forth on whether or not I should get into that because I feel like it was a lot of fun. And if I get into it to the point where I start chasing leaderboards, it's all I'm going to play. Like I, I have to win roots. I have to, it's, it's, uh, I need it. And when you need something, it's a responsibility. Well, the good news is Wes, you usually will. So just give it a shot. I think it's worth going through. I mean, I saw um, Alex uh, 
our old co-host went i think he's gone through the entire game all 10 levels so there you go everybody your... thinks he's better than us <laughs> this man legitimately thinks that he is better than us yeah well he has finished the game so but no it's definitely <laughs> worth playing i think um yeah you know my my problem is i've just been playing um a bunch of stuff that's not out yet uh, yeah. <laughs> i can't talk about but I will say this, the game we've been teasing for the last week or so uh, on the channel, the, the unknown game that, that uh, I've been testing, uh, I talked to the developer um, yesterday, and uh, they're going to let us cover it pre-launch. So, nice. Yeah. I so can't wait to check it out. Stay tuned for that. Yep. It's good. It's good. You know, Eric Eric played it uh, last night. You know what he thinks about it? Hmm. Thinks it's good. <laughs> It's good. Anyways, um, yeah, you know, as excited as I am for um, PSVR and the launch lineup that, that's coming to it, uh, I think I might be equally uh, as as hyped for this injector mod just because of the sheer volume of great games that it could possibly uh, entail. Are you going to play Hogwarts Legacy flat or are you going to just wait to play it in VR? Um, I think it's long enough game that I, I don't see how I, well, I have to play it flat because I have three days early access. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, otherwise that, wanna... that, that's wasted for that. But, um, I think it'll, it's going to be one of those things that, you know, I probably wouldn't get, how long do you think it'll take them to get that out? Like a couple of days? No, I'm just kidding. We've been, we've, we've been expecting it any time now for uh, about four months. So <laughs> Uh, the uh, literally it could yeah literally it could drop tomorrow or it might be two months from now we don't know i think it's close but i don't know how close yeah hopefully i don't get picked into slytherin but <laughs> i don't i don't, I don't want to have to restart so. all you gotta do is close your eyes and cross your fingers and go not slytherin that's what i was thinking slytherin. i'm just gonna be yeah. doing that not slytherin Anyways, um, legit excitement. Everyone go uh, and uh, vote on what you uh, would like to see modded into VR or tested, rather, by uh, Prey Dog's team. Um, and by that, I mean everyone go vote for Returnal. Please, yes. everyone, just go vote for Returnal. Why would you not? That's I think it's probably high on the list. I could have sworn when I voted it was, like, it was voted pretty see. heavy. Hogwarts was also high on the list. I think everything I voted for was was highly sought after. Back for Blood. How do I get to the to the list to the? You just scroll to the bottom. Of oh, the there it is. Results. Uh, I got gotcha. you. So yeah, uh, looks Hogwarts, like Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Six percent. No, but well, there's a lot of games on here, so that's actually the high end. Yeah, that's the it's the leader. Oh my so, god! By a pretty substantial margin, actually. Like, uh, where's Returnal on there? Eternal is down the list, man. So is Back for Blood. Wow, Returnal's behind some bullshit, too. What's wrong with you people? Do you not understand how awesome that game is? I think a lot of people probably haven't played it. They don't have any idea. That's true. We're still in kind of the infancy of PS5, so... Two uh, two percent, two hundred and eleven votes versus five hundred and ninety eight. Of course, Harry Potter is going to be the leader, followed by Jedi. Check out Atomic Heart. 
right up there in the top. Uh, what top what five. about Stray? Why are the people wasting their vote on Stray? It's already got a mod of its own. We don't need it. Yeah, great mod. Yeah, we don't need it. We don't need one for Grounded either. Yeah, exactly. Grounded just uh, launched this past week. I haven't even looked at that, Roots. Is that something worth our time? I actually have thought about it. It looks pretty cool. Um, people are raving about the game in general, flat. And uh, being that, like, the scope, the sense of scale and everything, I think would be pretty cool. I think Radio Runt would love it. Spiders and VR. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so, yeah, Eric, maybe. But... Uh, Eric says it's all he wants to play right now, Wes. <laughs> it's so addictive. So addictive. Um, yeah, so um, maybe maybe we add Grounded to our uh, our list when we get back to doing the weekly mods. Maybe not next, because there's a couple other things that we've been looking forward to trying. But uh, we can definitely add it into the queue if it looks cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Super Nintendo Chalmers wants to know if the Stray mod is first or third person. I think you can do it either way. I thought. Uh, I want to say that I can't remember. I, I want to say that maybe you could do it in first person, but that you don't want to play that one first person. No. Third person is the way to play it. Uh, Funky Sloth said, is Eric talking about what the bat? You got I think us. so. You I think he's us. talking about Beat Saber, actually. <laughs> actually, I went into Autica the other night and was playing some rounds of Autica and just remembering how amazing that game is. Yeah. Still a really good rhythm game. Probably one of the best, in my opinion. It's, yeah, it's probably the funnest, like, pure rhythm game um, of that whole kind of uh, balls flying at your face genre type rhythm game. Yeah. Um, I like Synth Riders, too. Uh, but honestly, Synth Riders, for me, is, is more about kind of the uh, the environments and stuff and just being... Uh, on that rail and, and dancing. Uh, I, I don't get extremely driven to like beat high scores or anything when I play Synth Riders. I just enjoy the experience. Uh, whereas a game like Autica, it's all about scoring and, and getting the Leader highest board. score you can. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as soon as you get halfway through and you miss a note, you're like, fuck it, start it over. Do it again. If you're, if you're going for the leaderboard. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, that's going to wrap up our headlines for this week, but we do have quite a bit more to talk about as we move into the week's reminders stuff out this week. And, uh, we got some pretty cool stuff out this week, uh, starting with the Ubris update 1.2. Uh, this update focuses on improving the combat and new enemies. This was kind of the, the, the biggest, um, criticism that people had for uh for for hubris was that it's beautiful the story's pretty decent the exploration and platforming is pretty good but a lot of people felt like the combat was a little bit watered down and lackluster so of course the good people over at cyborg went to work immediately to rectify that and that's what brings us update 1.2 um focusing on balancing stability and combat this latest patch adds two new trooper variants, an alternative firing, firing mode for the shotgun, and advanced graphical settings for higher range headsets and high-end GPUs. Uh, to make combat feel faster, 
and more reactive. Cyborn also says that it uh, has tweaked settings to shorten the waiting and reload times and added some changes to keep the action going. One thing this article doesn't mention is that in addition to the new uh, trooper variants, um, the, the, they've implemented a new AI um, when it comes to the, uh, the, the trooper battles. And there's a, a new type of drone in the game, too, that can attack you. So a pretty substantial update for what many people thought was the weakest link with regard to Ubris. And for me, Ubus was already an outstanding game. Uh, these types of updates are only going to serve to uh, make it that much better. Yeah, I agree. 100%. It was already good to begin with. And now they're making it better. Signs of a good developer listening to the community, right? Right. And, you know, uh, people said that I was crazy when I mentioned um, that versus the, um, the demo version of the game that I felt that the graphics kind of got dialed back a little bit for performance sake when we tried the final version people said that i was wrong about that well apparently, apparently i can't be too wrong because they fixed it so that people like me with the strong card and a strong headset can really get uh, all that that long distance detail back yeah it's gonna be cool it was already it definitely was amazing i mean it's amazing in the form it was before but it's good to uh not penalize people for having a really good graphics card right or headset yep, yep. So yeah, this one I'm looking forward to getting back into and uh, hopefully I can find time to do that this week sometime because uh, I really like you. So. Anyway, uh, moving along, um, Stray Light. <laughs> I had to put this article in here, Roots, because you know what they say. Anytime there's a grappling game in VR. Oh, you, you got the old version. Okay, I changed this article actually. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, I'll, I'll just read the headlight to, headline to you. Well, let me ask you this, Roots. What do you think that, uh, so this is a grappling game in space. So you're grappling like Windlands or, or Jupiter God, uh, but you're in space. So what do you think the headline is of the article that I uh, switched to? Uh, I cheated. I just pulled it up and found it. Uh, something about Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Straylight is like a VR Spider-Man in space. <laughs> These guys just can't help themselves, can they, with the whole no i love that picture too man that guy looks like he's really spider-man in it up too yeah uh so i've actually played this game roots i've put uh put an hour or two into it and uh it's pretty uh it's definitely a unique take on this type of game uh but dude this game is freaking hard man this like and it goes from like zero to impossible in about five seconds so like the first couple of levels are fun they kind of teach you the mechanics and then it was like level three or level four out of ten uh like i just couldn't understand how it would be possible for me to do the things that they want you to do like i'm sure if i kept going and banging my head against the wall i'd eventually figure it out but uh man uh, this game is challenging todd says and by the way that's uh Todd on on Q2C VR Gamer, he said, because he said that people are uh, inherently stupid, which I agree with that, Todd. Um, but uh, he says the game has the dumbest trailer he's ever seen. I don't know. What about what the... Well, <laughs> there's there's a lot of dumb trailers out there. Um, but yeah. Who say next says, I've never heard of Spider-Man, but heard of Windlands. Yeah. So Spider-Man's like... Um, like Windlands like, with... Uh, I don't know. With without guns? <laughs> yeah, without <laughs> guns. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man's like Windlands without guns. Yep. Without a bow and arrow. Or it's, 
It's like stray light, stray light, but not in space. <laughs> um, Tatum says, "Stray light, run away." <laughs> oh, no, I, I got gotcha. you. It, it's really is Eric, unless you're offended, then it's Todd. I got gotcha. you. That's a good play, <laughs> uh, Mash. Smart, but you gave it away, man. You should have just stayed quiet. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I th you know, stray light is a potential to be fun. Uh, it does seem kind of like a primitive concept for a game, something that we would have probably enjoyed more in 2016, 2017. Um, but I mean, if you enjoy a challenge and you like this type of uh, movement, uh, it is certainly challenging and it is, is a pretty game too. It's, it, uh, it looks good. So, uh, that's my take on stray light. Cool. Uh, moving along to uh, something that's actually coming out this week, uh, Barbaria uh, coming to Quest headset. So, um, hold on just a second while my thing loads here. So, Barbaria blends combat, base building, and multiplayer, um, which I guess the, the multiplayer is asynchronous multiplayer. Mm. Um uh, anyway, this game's been in early access on Steam for a while, and it actually looks pretty good. Uh, here's the description. Use fists, axes, swords, bows, and rocks, or anything you can grab, to dominate your foes in intense first-person combat. Then, jump out to your immortal form and watch your minions carry on the battle while you rain down meteors from above. Systemic combat, versatile enemy AI, and player-created defenses make every battle unique. But remember, you're not the you're not the only semi god in Barbaria. Attack other players' realms to increase your mightiness. Receive rewards when you successfully repel others. Watch replays in miniature from your stronghold. Then strategically place and upgrade more structures, champions, and minions to keep future attacks at bay. So this is a uh, one of these. Uh, it's almost a new genre now. Uh, roots with these kind of god simulators these real-time strategy games tower defense um these games are pretty one-dimensional in the flat realm but now that we've come into vr uh we're, we're seeing these games get um modified by incorporating other styles of gameplay in it to make it so that it's not so boring first person combat uh you know magic th these types of things mm. to, to make games that i typically would have never played before actually kind of fun to play cities vr they should have just had this where like i could turn myself into godzilla and start attacking stuff that'd be cool right yeah. although i'd be trying to defend my city because it's my city unless the, the people get a little uppity and then i'll i'll rain some fire meteors on it, their ass yeah that's what you got to do i mean people yeah. get too big for their breaches you got to uh, hit them with earthquake, earthquakes and floods. Well, people have gotten used in 2023 where they can just say whatever they want behind a, a wall. Well, not in my world. I'll rain some meteors down on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not in this world either, but uh, that's a different story for a different day. <laughs> uh, no, Barbaria looks pretty cool, man. Uh, I got to say, and uh, it's hitting west this week. So if this is your jam, maybe you want to keep an eye out. Maybe wishlist it. Yep. One more thing as we uh, talk about what's happening this week. Something fairly cool is happening once again. That is the Steam Next Fest is, uh, is taking place. And as usual, there is a laundry list of VR demos that's going to be available to play for a limited time. 
Um, looks like there's about 20 games here. Uh, some of them look great, some of them not so much. But at the very end of the list routes is one that I've been interested in for some time, and that is Jupiter Grad 2. Oh, God. Lost Station is going to have a playable demo this week. Nice. Well, Jupiter Grad 1 is so good that uh, I want to check out 2. And 2 is actually added on to it, right? So it's going to be more of a, a different, um, the same but different at the same time. Uh, an expansion like, like we see from uh, any good sequel they're they're expanding on the game in every way yeah uh, this is like, going to be our first look at it like moss book too oh wait that was my opinion not brian's um i still do agree i still think that uh it was a a, a full-fledged sequel yeah i mean i mean <laughs> i get it i mean it what they didn't like from a like uh a fundamental way change the game because i mean if if you did that it wouldn't be moss anymore but uh, they, they made the the combat uh much more varied they made the puzzles much more varied the, the environments much more varied i mean they just added on to the game in every way and uh yeah i need to get back in there i was just looking at it actually in my steam library and uh i need to check that out finish it put a nail in the coffin uh, I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. Uh, anyway, that's what's out this week. You guys uh, be sure to get your demos in while you can. They are always uh, only available for a limited time. So as soon as this thing starts, I think, was it tomorrow that it starts? Hold on. Mm, yeah, it says, I don't know if it has a date on February 13th. Yeah, tomorrow. No, no, it says Steam Next Fast goes live on the 6th. So yeah, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Pacific. Yeah, 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, and it's going to run for a week. So get in there tomorrow, uh, demo some uh, VR games, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about it maybe next week. Yep. Ah, your camera disappeared for some reason. Oh, I bet, I, I bet my battery died. Hold on. I can fix this. <laughs> I thought I did Sorry something. With, I bumped, I bumped something. You. Roots bumped something. I started with the weak battery. My wife's been playing around with the camera, trying to learn how to uh, actually use it the way it's supposed to be used. So I thought it might be a possibility if we drew, had uh, gone on for a little while that maybe my battery would give out, and it did. So I just need to swap it. So close. Two hours. A little over two hours that thing lasted. Could have gotten a little two hours, 15 minutes. It's all right then we'll see i was just what i say um gb says i dug Jupiter grad it was a single serving game yeah, yeah it was fun too the movement was good it had some nice uh, classic old school uh platforming and, um, it was reasonably yeah, priced too, right? Yeah, like ten bucks, I think, fifteen, something like that. Now, Blue Bell is speaking truth again. She says, "Wes, your wife is awesome. Michelle is awesome. She is, absolutely. I don't dispute that." All right, back to ZBE ten. There we go. We're in. We're back. Boom. Set it recenter. There we go. 
and we're back oh uh, i have bad news though you're um you're not virtually looking at the camera all the time oh i don't think you had that option on no i didn't we can turn it on though for the rest of the show <laughs> just as a as an experiment yeah. so uh we're gonna turn it on right now and my eyes should never leave the camera except for when it glitches out <laughs> oh definitely a lot more than uh i think they should just i mean if they can reproduce people's voices now because that's the new thing uh which they've already been able to do for a long time man who knows what we're watching is real or not how do i even know i'm real anymore this could be fake so deep fake roots it's all fact it's a simulation right? <laughs> it's all simulation I think it is. I mean, in the eyes of God, right? Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's why some people get threatened by that. They're like, you know, I could, don't think that the two thoughts are mutually exclusive. They both can exist. No, it's a, it's exactly the same thing. It's like uh, it's like us running experiments with AI. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know? Well, and con considering we know that this cup, it isn't really here as far as the atoms, you know what I mean? Like the way everything's or the what it's made out of it's like nothing's really here but it's here such a weird thought to have but right, right. Works. just as the just as items and, and digital assets are for the ai so to us the ai is a simulation to the ai that's real All the digital world is what's real right yeah absolutely. the only difference is the only difference is is that we don't restrict what the uh, what the AI, AI knows we we tell them exactly who we are exactly how they were made exactly why they were made and we don't leave anything for for faith you know uh, whereas our simulation uh, we were given some faith. guidelines yeah we, we were given some guidelines but we were just told to to have faith and then people uh, people kind of spend their lives trying to uh, fill in the blanks with, with regards to why we're here and. Uh, what what the purpose is that's true but it, it's it's not you you said it they're not mutually exclusive ideas exactly the opposite in fact because um if this is a simulation then obviously simulations don't just happen naturally by chance right obviously. somebody put us yeah. in here right yeah exactly <laughs> and whether yeah. you want to call that god or the creator or, or the or whatever i mean it's the same idea just what you, di packaged differently what are your thoughts on like considering like we said this cup's not right here do you think there'd be a future where in vr you could lean against the counter be like maybe if you think maybe if you're like uh in the um hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy you know if you like throw yourself at the ground and then forget and you'll for you will, you'll start to hover you won't actually hit the ground you'll fly you know i i uh i don't um limit any possibilities i'm a pretty open-minded person with regards to the nature of our reality and until we have all the answers uh i don't think we have any of the answers and i, I don't True. discount any possibility as one day being uh possible you, we might do anything roots a perfect example is uh you know just in where people's thought processes are at one point people knew the world was flat and that it was crazy that you would think that this you know, the universe is what it is. Yeah, there, there's there's still people today that know that the world is flat. Well, you know, they're on the fringe. Um, <laughs> I can't indeed. say I can't say that we're not, but I mean, everything that I've ever seen is proven against it. But hey, prove me wrong. You know, if you're if you think that's the truth, start. No, don't start sending me stuff. I don't really care. Um, but 
All right, so we should probably stop talking about God and creation before YouTube cancels our stream. <laughs> You're done. You're out. <laughs> and uh, get to the the second of the week's reminders, which is uh, this is the part where we ask you all to take just a moment and go along with us in real time. And let's all go wish list a game together uh, so that we can support the, uh, the awesome developers that uh, have kept us with games while PSVR has been away all these years. Um, so I don't think we can wish list. Well, I don't know. I guess we could go wish list Madison, right? The flat version. Yeah, that's true. And Vertigo too. So I wonder, I wonder if, um, if this is going to be a free upgrade for people who bought the uh, flat version of the game, or if they're going to do just a separate Madison VR that everyone has to buy again. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, it did just come out in July, so I did add the flat version to my my wish list there it does look a little yeah. creepy the the picture there it's nothing like yeah. uh the ghoul with sharp teeth kind of send the spook into you 1500 very positive reviews on steam yeah and this is a multi-plat game it's on switch it's on the consoles uh everyone loves this game yeah um sprite wants to know if we can wish list flat games that are going to be modded into vr i just did i don't know yeah. i don't know if you can or not or if you should but it just happened right here in real time. Yeah, uh, you certainly can uh, wish list anything that you want. Obviously, you want this to be beneficial to you as well as the developer. Mm. I tend to like to focus on indie devs when I do this uh, because it means much more to them. Like, I mean, what are we going to wish Borderlands 3 that's already sold 10 million copies? Or are we going to uh, uh, wish list Madison that, mm. that has sold like 10,000? That's true. So. I'm sure it sold more than 10,000. I mean, that was a bit of an underestimation, but you get the point. Uh, anyway, be sure to let us know what you wish listed in the comments down below. And that brings us to our final reminder roots this week and every week. And that is how you can do your part to support us, our community and our channel. Of course, as we mentioned before, Click the things. Please click the thumbs up if you like today's video. Make sure you're subscribed. You know, Roots, 20% of the people who watch our uh, our content aren't subscribed. Wow. 20%. Uh, that's crazy. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It kind of hurts me deep down a little bit, honestly. Yeah. Don't hurt um, us deep down. Just subscribe. You can do it. You know who likes to get hurt deep down, Roots? My mom! Oh, she does. She loves a thumbs up, too, for it. That <laughs> she does she really enjoys the thumbs up so yeah just click the things man it, it takes a half a second and it's not a big thing for you but it's a huge thing for us so please if you wouldn't mind just uh click click all the stuff yep um if you want to do something more say maybe you clicked all the things years ago and you want to do a little something more you can support us on patreon three dollars per month that's all we ask and in exchange for that you get our weekly show notes you get exclusive content, you get insider updates, all for less than a dollar per week. And uh, I can't begin to, uh, to to express just how helpful uh, all of the donations on Patreon, through YouTube, directly into our PayPal. Uh, we're doing some pretty big, important things with, uh, with your uh, contributions and stuff that we wouldn't have otherwise been able to do. Maybe we'll share that with you all a little bit uh further into the future but just take my word for it um it helps a lot it helps it helps a lot it helps a lot 
Uh, so thank you all uh, for subscribing and uh, donating. Um, yeah, it has meant the world these past couple of months, and it is going to mean the world over the next couple months as well as uh, we face some pretty uh, steep uh, expenses. So thank you all. Uh, Bluebell says the show notes are awesome, Wes. And that if you don't, if you have access to the show notes and you're not checking them out, you, you need to. You might just say, hey, I just watched the show. I don't need the notes. There's a huge section of cutting room floor. And that's always, to me, very interesting just to skim through and see, okay, what didn't make it? Because there's some really big yeah. banger news in there that just didn't make it because we can't talk forever. So yeah, we we always cover a small fraction of the news that comes out through, during the course of the week. But uh, as a value add for our patrons, I don't leave any of those articles out. You just have to scroll down past the actual show notes part to the cutting room floor part, which is often what, five or six times or more news down there than we actually cover in the show. And uh, we cover everything from gaming news to hardware news um, in uh, metaverse money type stuff. Uh, it's all down there. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's nothing profound that it's all links to, uh, to establish VR media websites. Uh, but it's a one-stop shop. You don't have to go to each individual website. You don't have to wade through the, the endless, um, list of articles you don't care about to get the ones that are relevant. Uh, I, I go through all of these websites. I cherry pick the most important stuff and I organize it all for you in one spot. And again, this is just uh, something that we do as a part of our research each week. So uh, we put a, we, I might put an extra half hour each week into, uh, into that section for the uh, patrons. So uh, Again, thank you all uh, for your support. And uh, I will continue to do my part to, uh, to make sure that your 75 cents worth per week um, is uh, paid back in full. Right, uh, so what else? So, well, if there's another way that you can support. I'm trying to get used to adding new things into our uh, our usual spill routes because I will mention one more time that if you want to get your Virtual Strangers merchandise, it is 20% off right now on redbubble.com. Uh, there's a link to uh, My Mom's Closet in the description down below. Uh, get this stuff while it's cheap. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, of course, um, you know, times are tough roots. Not everyone has uh, spare money, especially now with PSVR 2 coming out and uh, all these new games coming out. There isn't a whole lot of extra cash to go around. So maybe you want to uh, participate in the community uh, without spending any money. Well, you can do that, too, by joining us on Discord. Our Discord community is awesome. There's lots of great people there. It's a family atmosphere. And most importantly, it's 100% free to join um not only is it free roots but we're giving people things like mickey's on there giving away That's games crazy. every day uh so um yeah all you got to do is click the invitation link down below you will be met at the door and greeted i assure you um it's a great group there and i'm uh proud to uh to be a part of it yeah absolutely and look listen not only are you getting free games you're getting notifications when uh there's police car chases going on <laughs> for radio that run and tech good. and yeah. there it's the whole gambit of things the only thing we don't talk about is uh things that need to be let, talked about in other discords that cause discord uh but for yeah. the most part 90 part 99 of everything is is on the table you know so yeah 
Yeah, and we even used to talk about that stuff, but it it went how it always was going to go. Roots. Wes tried to <laughs> warn me too, and I like was like, "No, it'll be good." And then it went not so good. <laughs> and then I was like, the first one to say, "Okay, get it out of here," because uh, you want you, the last thing you want to do is is not have fun with your family. That's what we are. We're family. So yeah, yeah, and we don't all have to all see eye to eye on our worldview. Uh, as long as we don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And talk about it somewhere else and we'll all be happy. <laughs> we focus on the things we have in common and not right. the things that divide us, which, we, which I think is something that the world, uh, as it's a forgotten. whole could, yeah, this is the way people used to be. We just, we focused on the things that we had in common and, and we just, it, it was once considered impolite to talk about the things that we don't have in common. But now it just seems like that's all anybody wants to talk about. And uh, that's no accident. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're all, uh, it's a great group of people from all walks of life on there. And we all coexist pretty peacefully and, uh, and talk about the things we all love. So come join us again. There's an invitation link down below. Uh, we'll see you there. Yeah. Come home. We miss you. Already. Yeah. Well, actually I'm, I'm there right now. So that's I'm right. Literally there right now. So. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I think that's our show for this week, friends. And with that said, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. I must introduce Eric when he's not even here. Mm, uh, he's out there. For, for Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you Wednesday, folks. Bye now. Take it easy.